1: Now, back to Severe Reaction, powered by Equitable Bank. We take banking personally. Here's your host, Michael Severe, on 1620 The Zone.
0: Thompson gets the shotgun, Sam takes a shot
1: toward the end, zone, Palmer's there. He's got it. Touchdown, Nebraska. Trey Palmer's first score as a cornhusker, 6 0 NU. Yes.
0: Felt good until we, until, um until the game started. Started fast. We gotta be more consistent though. I gotta get them to be more consistent. How do you work on that from the opening drive to follow Well, like I said, we got we gotta we gotta look at some more players. We gotta look at the roster and see who can help us. And we gotta work on We gotta work some fundamentals. We gotta clean up some fundamentals.
1: Welcome back, Severe Reaction. Nebraska Falls, to Oklahoma 49 to 14. Uh bye week next week, and then of course come back to play Indiana, which will be a night game. Either 6 or 6.30. I'm not sure if they've done. I think tomorrow is when we'll see. We'll know what time exactly that game is, if it's at 6 or 6.30. Another night game for Nebraska at home. So another chance for Nebraska to do their little celebration between the third and fourth quarters. Uh, let's go to the phones. 951-1620, 1620 That's where Ken is this morning. Good morning, Ken. How are you? Hey, hey. What's going on, Michael? How you doing this morning? Man, I got up. I came to work. I'm all right.
0: <laughs> hey that, that that's good man that's yeah. good glad to hear that uh so we're not gonna even talk about the talent i think that's obvious this game uh um, oh yeah you know uh, <laughs> but but um you know i was listening i think it was big red overreaction and damon made a good point as far as the talent goes like you know saying basically with the program and such disarray kind of hard to really evaluate you know what type of talent these guys actually have you know everything being what it is and you know i guess i you know, looked at that, and I, yeah, I guess I kind of agree with that. Um,
1: at some positions, Ken, right? I, I agree with him at some positions, but I think at this point we can evaluate offensive linemen that have been in the program for four or five years who still don't know who to block on the offensive line. I think we can kind so, of evaluate those guys.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And then, you know, then I guess with my point, what I always try to is I'm not really – you know, down playing the talent Nebraska has. I'm just saying I think that, you know, that some of the people that they play that has, you know, their talent has gotten better, I guess, is more what I'll be trying to say. Right. And uh, one thing I did hear Mickey say, and I think you just played that clip, which I think is a good idea going forward, you just got to play different guys and see who wants it. You know, just let them get out there, man. It's just, yeah. You know, you don't really have anything to lose right now. Get some of those guys that may not perform, you know, Real good in practice or whatever. Let them get under the under the lights and see what they do, and then go from there. Because at this point, you you got to do something, man. Because it is it's just really bad right now, you know.
1: Oh, every position needs to be open. Every position needs That's, to be open. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Hey, Kim, we appreciate. Have a great Sunday, man. Uh, you too, Mike. Thanks. All right. So coming up later on the show, nine thirty or so, we'll chat with uh, Steve Sippel from HuskerOnline.com. Get his thoughts on on what happened last night. Listen, yeah, I agree with Damon that there's. Everything is it's almost like when your house is just a mess. You you I don't know you had a party or you're coming off of everybody being sick or whatever else and the house is just in disarray. And it is really hard to look overall and go, "You know what? This is a really nice house." Most times. Because you can't see it, right? Everything's a, it is a problem. Everything's dirty. It's a little bit like that in Nebraska right now. Yeah, it's such a mess. It is kind of hard at times to evaluate some of the guys. But I'll say this, when you have guys on the offensive line who have been here anywhere from four seasons to six seasons and they can't figure out where their eyes need to be, that is, so obviously, that's part coaching. That's on Donnie, right, a little bit. But at the same time, as the players said, who went up in front of the podium yesterday, they're the ones on the field. Mickey can take all the blame he wants and Mickey can say it's on me, it's not on my assistant coaches, it's not on the players. In the end, the players are playing, and they have to make plays. Bryce Binhart, several times yesterday, several times, looked absolutely confused. At one point, <laughs> he looks inside. I see him before the snap. I, I'm literally got the goggles on him. I got good binoculars, okay? These are really nice. Got them for my birthday two years ago. Love them. I'm on, I'm on him, and I'm watching him. See what he's going to do. And he looks inside and sees who he has. And I'm sure he could count it off. There were two guys on that side. He had three blockers on that side. You have the center, you have the guard, and you have himself. And he looks inside, then he sets up, and he literally looks to his outside where there is no one and lets the guy on the inside run right past him. And I thought, why would you what are you thinking about? Why would you do that? Is is it. Teaching is it development? Is it just not knowing? Is it it being inept? Those things almost got their starting quarterback killed yesterday. Really, he took some big. He's always taking big shots. There's something about the way Casey Thompson falls. He doesn't fall like a guy who is overly athletic. If you know what I mean. There are times that there are times that take like Tyreek Hill takes big shots occasionally, but it always looks like he's kind of rolling off the shot a little bit. When it's Casey Thompson, it doesn't look like that. It looks like his the times he gets hit, it looks like he's getting hit harder than, than most quarterbacks do, if you know what I mean. So anyway, you had that happen. They were moving guys on the offensive line. They took Kevin Williams out for a while. They brought Ethan Piper in. They had Turner Corcoran out there. They made some move. They did move some guys around. They brought in um, Henry Lutowski. They brought in different guys. I think they played maybe seven or eight during the main part of the game on the offensive line. But I think Benhart played the whole game. I don't remember him coming out, and he was struggling badly. Now I don't know if he needs to be a guard. We always have these conversations when guys at tackle are struggling. I don't know if he needs to be a guard or what. But he's not perform- performing at the level where you can have him out there play after play. And Nebraska had him out there play after play, and that's that's dangerous. The defensive line, there's not enough guys. You know, Wynn played quite a bit, and I thought at times he played okay. Um, Ty Robinson, I, I didn't see a whole lot from Ty Robinson. They had Huttmacher out there. I didn't see a ton from him. O'Shawn Mathis actually had some decent plays in the game. Um, looking over at some of the numbers that I always keep track of, you know, you look for pressures, and you you want plays that affect the opponent's quarterback. And O'Shawn Mathis had a, had a couple of those plays. He had a couple tackles what they call stuff tackles, that's zero yards or or less. He had a couple of those. Garrett Nelson had a couple plays during the game. Nebraska actually had two sacks in the game. But I think if you really want to identify the problem in that game yesterday, especially when it comes to Nebraska's defense, Luke Reimer, who is a really good, we all know Luke is a good player, and he's a good athlete. But there were three or four times where you saw him out there where the Oklahoma player was just better than him. Whether it was a juke move or outrunning him to the edge, he just was better. And Luke's one of Nebraska's best athletes in the secondary. You know, judging him by being not on secondary, second level, I should say. He's one of the best athletes back there. And he just got run by a couple times. And that's when you realize Nebraska's really got to up the talent level. And and Mickey Joseph said it yesterday. Number nine, Chance. He said it yesterday when they asked him about that, you know, what they need to do in terms of talent. And he was very honest about the recruiting.
0: I think we got to do a better job at recruiting. They 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 had better, better skilled players. You know, we got to do a better job. But we have really good skilled players also. We just got to get them to execute.
1: There are a couple of guys in that secondary. And I said it last week. Quentin Newsom is playing his heart out, making plays at times. I don't know if they counted it for him, but I thought he had a, a nice PBU, a nice. Pass broken up out there. I don't know if they counted it. Um, Buford's playing well back there. Making, he's one of the best tacklers on a team. <laughs> really. There was a couple times where he was in the open field and there's nothing he could have done. He came from the safety position and he he was in the open space. There was nothing he could have done. But when he has a chance, this guy makes tackles. And when he has a chance, he defends passes. Those two guys. Miles Farmer has his moments. He admitted yesterday in the press conference that He missed some plays. And then (laughs) Tommy Hill, I don't know what's up with him. There's more than a few times on tape where you're like, you have to get off that block. You have to make that tackle. You have to make that play. Here's a good example. So you've got like third and six, and you're playing corner. You know what the call is on your defense you know Nebraska, you know your team is sending extra pressure. They're sending plus pressure. In your mind, that means that quarterback's going to get rid of the ball quickly. So I have to crowd my guy, especially if he's running an in-breaking route. I have to because he's going to have to get rid of it. That's not what happened yesterday. I don't. Again, I don't know. I think Tommy Hill's a good athlete, but from what I've seen, I don't think he's a corner, not against this level of competition. I thought he was a safety when he came to the University of Nebraska. They got him playing corner. I, I don't know if that's the right play. Maybe this bye week will figure out for them where guys belong and who might be better somewhere else. That's the hope I have for the bye week. We'll take a break. We'll hear when we come back from Miles Farmer what he had to say. We'll also look at the guys on the afternoon show were joking about putting a, a parlay together with all of the, uh, the, tra- the Trev candidates for the job. Uh, it would have done pretty well yesterday. We'll go over that as well. More severe reaction. And your phone calls as well, 402-951-1620 here on 1620 in the Zone.
0: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's.